Hello and welcome to Afton Unplugged. I'm your host, Superintendent Travis Brock. This podcast features the people and stories that make the Afton School District great. Hello and welcome to this episode of Afton Unplugged. We're um, happy to have our Director of Communications, Erica Chandler, joining us. And we are going to talk about the topic of communication and specifically what are some tips, reminders that might be good for staff and parents as we get the school year off to uh, a start. So as I've mentioned, Erica works for the district as Director of Communications. Uh, She's also involved with the National School Public Relations Association. She's involved with the Missouri School Public Relations Association, where she's an executive board member, a past president, and she was also recognized as their professional of the year. Um, And she was also recognized by the national organization as a front runner. So without further ado, Erica, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, I gave them a little bit about you, but I'm sure there's a lot more that kind of connect more locally to Afton. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, thank you. So uh, as you mentioned, I've been director of communications for Afton for going into my 12th year. I got here when you got here. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Just a minute ago. Uh Uh, But my husband and I, we moved to Afton about 20 years ago. And this was going to be our starter home, right? But we're still here. We're fully invested. Good. Um, So my husband, Aaron, he's a professional musician. And uh, he actually modifies and repairs trombones as well uh, during the day. So you might see him around town. He's with Funky Butt Brass Band and several other bands around town. If you have a chance, you should go out and see them. And we have two boys, uh, teenagers. So keep us in your thoughts. We have uh, Milo, who's a senior this year, and Hank, who's a freshman. So oh. high school gets double chance this year. <laughs> uh, and before I got here, I had a whole other career yeah. in concert and Broadway entertainment marketing. I was at the Fox Theater for 10 okay. years. And before that, I was at, well, it'll always be Riverport to me, at uh-huh. the Amphitheater. Yes, same <laughs> here. Concert marketing straight out of college. I became an intern there and then continued on doing concert stuff before I moved to the Fox to include Broadway as well. So whole other <laughs> A uh, whole other career, but it was fun at the time. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. It's still Riverport to me. I can't keep Always. up with the, the other name, so I just default to Riverport. And Always, everyone seems to know what you're what you're talking about. So, all right, well. As we get the school year started, I've seen that you've pushed out some reminders and tips for our staff um, and then also for parents. So that that's really what we want to get into is just what are uh, some of those things that, you know, every year it's just good to get back in routines and just back into those uh, those good habits. So thinking about communication, you know, in general, what what do you think staff and parents need to kind of remember and keep in mind? Well, I mean, at its heart, communication is really about building relationships and trust. So our employees do that work every single day just by helping tell the Afton story from their classrooms um, or their school, uh, making connections with our families. Even those pictures you see on social media from a classroom, I don't care if it's a student writing on a whiteboard while sitting in a circle or if they're actively engaged um, at, you know, at the high school level doing something unique and curious. It doesn't matter. That's really part of our story and who we are and mm-hmm. what makes us people are those connections. So uh, that's the biggest reminder is we are all people. We all have our moments and try to presume good intent along the way, positive intent. 
But really, overall, for parents, for family members, for students, for staff, my best advice is really just be your best self. Mm-hmm. You know, speak, write, act in ways that value and respect the other person that you're communicating with, um, and try to put yourself in their shoes. So as a teacher or staff member, what is it that a parent or family member needs to know? Mm-hmm. Um for us at the district level, we try to do that every week with our staff. We send them a, an email every week with five things they need to know. So really, what can you distill down? What are the most important messages to highlight? Mm-hmm. And start with those. But then along the way, just keep building relationships and trying to make those connections. And we'll end up in a good place at the at the end of the day. Certainly, if you're not sure, you should say something, either in person or online. <laughs> You may not. If you want to keep that guiding light in your head, who is that person in your life? If it's your grandma or Hmm. your dad or Mm -hmm. a family member or a community member, who is that person that you think of as, this is the person that I care about what they think of me? If you wouldn't say something in front of them, don't say it online or in an email. It lasts forever. There's always going to be a human reading all of those things at the end of the day. Mm Yeah, good, really good advice. And I think especially as we get the school year started, most of our kids have new teachers. You know, I would say probably most of them aren't just returning to the exact same teacher, the exact same classes, and likewise the adults, same way. They don't just have the same student roster. So even though you you aren't truly starting from zero, it, it kind of feels like that. And I know uh, during our opening kickoff, we talked about investing in one another. Right. And that w- what you just mentioned kind of made me think of that is little by little, those little communications throughout the year show you're invested. And that works both ways, parent to teacher and then teacher to parent For and sure. then obviously students as well. So yeah, great, great tips as we as we get the school year off. As I was making my way around to the buildings the first day, you know, I did see people, you know, doing their best to document little moments. Uh, they knew, especially our our youngest learners, you know, at Manier, uh, parents probably appreciate, you know, yes. a, a glimpse into what was that first day like, you know, um, and then certainly at the high school. Uh, you know, kids were uh, seniors were excited to get some photo opportunities. They were once they were awake, they were really excited. Yeah, <laughs> senior sunrise came early. Yeah, this year. No, I even just reached out. It's the first week of school, and it's so hot. This mm-hmm. excessive heat wave. So asking um, our teachers and classrooms at early childhood in Mainier for indoor classroom photos. Those aren't going to be the most fun for our <laughs> teachers because. They're inside rather than outside. Yeah. But for kids, they were it was smiles and having fun mm-hmm. and meeting new friends. It's still mm-hmm. happening in our schools, no matter what the outside mm-hmm. um, is looking like. So uh, capturing those small moments mean a lot. Definitely. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, so thinking a little bit about um, last school year, at the end of the year, uh, you put out a communication mm-hmm. survey. And so what did the results tell us about, you know, kind of our how our families are, um, uh, are what, what are they telling us about communication? Yeah, I was excited to uh, revamp and relaunch our communication survey. We used to do that annually, and then during COVID kind of got sidetracked. We were surveying a lot in uh-huh. different ways. Um, so it was really great to hear from our families and our employees 
and students about communication. And the good news is that overwhelmingly our stakeholders, uh, they're feeling that they receive key information in a timely manner in their preferred language and that they know they can trust the information they receive from the district. We saw about 93 to 94% satisfaction in that for both employees and families. Um, so that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And it'll be our job to keep it that way and right. not lose momentum. Yeah. Uh, we also heard that families really prefer to receive information from the district by email, followed by text, and then remind, which really remind is more for classrooms, coaches, that kind of thing. Gotcha. Um, but that's the preferred method. Okay. It's that quick hit, not a phone call, not a voicemail, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, areas where we can always improve as a district um, really include ensuring our communication reaches the right people in the right way at the right time and making sure we have the tools to do so. Um, so something else we've heard, and we've certainly heard this throughout the years, I don't think it's changed since I've been here, is that in general, as students get older, families feel less in the know. We rely more on those kids bringing home what's happening. Um, And as a mom of two teenage boys, that does not always happen. I definitely Uh recognize that. So really just making sure we're providing user-friendly tools for our teachers and coaches and staff to use um, to make sure that our families have the information they need. And that for us, you know, really my focus on these tools are making sure that they're going to be accessible, Mm -hmm. that they'll automatically translate to a student or family's preferred language, and they'll be reliable. So we're going to continue working on that year after year. One thing I do remember from the survey, and we can't do a lot about this, but it it was mentioned about um, could we provide updates on road construction throughout oh, okay. the area. And boy, I wish we <laughs> Why could not? more, yeah. right? <laughs> I wish we had a person uh, on staff. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we have made a push um, here in August when we we actually did get some updates from MoDOT, and we're yeah. sharing those with our staff and family. So anytime that comes along the way, anything external that's going to affect us internally, we'll try to keep uh, pushing mm-hmm. that out to our families and staff members as, as well. Yeah, that's a good good point. You know, a lot of times you think about are we communicating the things that we directly have control over, and we try to. You know, we have control over the learning, the activities, uh, things that are going on in the buildings, making sure parents are advised of that. But it, it definitely probably serves us well to, <laughs> to go ahead and extend that to the, to the roads and streets, especially when we've kind of endured um, quite quite a few disruptions uh, over the past, uh, well, certainly last school year. It's a long time. Uh, yep. <laughs> uh, at the same time, you are starting to see those improvements come to fruition. So uh, that it is nice to see that, too. It is. There's crosswalks <laughs> Yeah, crosswalks. It's exciting. <laughs> it is. And, and uh, again, that, uh, that uh, also took communication sure and collaboration <laughs> to let folks know those uh, crosswalks uh, were needed. So. <laughs> All right. Um, what are, talk a little bit about some of the specific digital and print publications that families and staff might see. Some of them might come out weekly. Mm-hmm. Others might come out a little less infrequently. So what are some of those things that people should keep an eye out for? Uh, every week, uh, we do send an e-newsletter, uh, one to our employees called the Afton Insider. And I mentioned that a little earlier, five things you need to know this week. We try to keep it uh, a little more streamlined and simple. And then for families is Access Afton each Sunday that provides information from the district and touches on things that you need to know, either decisions that were um, 
decisions that were made that might impact you or information about events coming up, whatever it is that you need to know, uh, we try to get that at your fingertips each week. And Dr. Brock does a great job of doing <laughs> a video each week. We never know where he's going to come from, no. which is half the fun. Got to keep you guessing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, you'll see those weekly and we do those on Sundays. Uh, certainly we don't expect, especially our employees, to be checking their email on Sunday evening. But when you arrive to work, it'll be there in your inbox ready for you. Same with families. If you're not ready to think about the week, Sunday is typically the, the night, at least for me in my household, that's where we're <laughs> scrambling and make sure, making sure we have everything ready for the week. So yep. um, I like that reminder of what's coming up. Um, a little more infrequently infre- than that is the channel. That's our printed newsletter that comes mm. out two to three times a year. And that is delivered directly to every inbox in our district. Wow. Um, so whether or not they have a student in our schools, we're delivering the channel just to make sure our community is aware of what's happening, um, especially if they don't have kids here. It's a good touch point for them to see. Yeah. Uh, who our people are and what's happening, right. what we're achieving. Um, and then daily, we're on social media. You'll find us right. on Instagram, Facebook, um, YouTube, and X, Twitter, <laughs> whatever the term is right yes, now. We're, exactly. we're still there for now. <laughs> but certainly you can find um, really just small moments every day being shared there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of a connection. I You mentioning the print publication, the channel, and how widely that's distributed. Um, I know people still say they like that. You, sometimes you think, isn't, the pr- isn't print dying out? Should we really do it? Can't we just produce a digital publication? And uh, I think we got feedback that, no, they folks like getting the channel we did we did this was several years ago we actually did a survey uh, community-wide um, it was leading into props I and in uh-huh. in 2016 and at that point we really kind of thought the channel would just stop yeah. we just stop because who's reading it yeah. but we actually found that our community especially those without kids in our schools uh, at that point, the channel was the number two way they got information uh-huh. from our schools. Number one was the Times. If you yes. have been in Afton for a little while, you might remember that newspaper, uh-huh. the little red covering that showed up in your yard once a week. Yep. That was the number one way at that time. That publication no longer exists. So really, the channel became even more important to make mm. sure that our community is aware of what's happening here. Yeah. Good. Uh, just one way that sometimes things might surprise you a little bit. Absolutely. And at the same time, it, it does definitely serve our staff, <laughs> students, and and, uh, and community well. So happy to keep up with that. Yeah. All right. Let's talk a little bit about video productions. And uh, what are some things you'd like to highlight about the video productions that the district uh, um, releases on an annual basis? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm hoping that you have seen the portrait of a graduate video that we mm-hmm. just debuted Um We did this at the opening day assembly for staff and then um, also shared on social media and in our publications in the past week. Um, So we have a fantastic partnership with a local video production company called Lifetime Media. and actually their senior producer lives here in Afton. Oh. That's how the connection was made. Yeah. So um, shout out to Kyle. Uh-huh. Kyle. <laughs> but they have been working with us for, boy, probably six years at yeah. least. Mm-hmm. And um, we work with them annually on a series of interviews for senior spotlights. We call that our Pathways videos because we're really looking at the different ways our seniors find success after they leave our schools. So that 
I love this project because we hear so many different things. We have kids graduating with associate's degrees yeah. as they're getting their high school diploma. We have kids joining um, or becoming apprentices in unions. Mm-hmm. We have kids going straight to employment and to four-year colleges. It's just I love to see where our seniors end up, and it's you can never guess where you'll yeah. where where they'll land. But it is so fun to listen to them, hear their stories, and then share them with you. So that's every year we do that. Mm-hmm. We get um, footage at all of our schools um, almost every year, so that we can use them in future projects. And then um, Lifetime Media also helps us live stream graduation. Oh so, yeah. Uh, they do a fantastic job, much better than we could do. I think when I first started, mm-hmm. um, Adam Jasinski and I, the director of technology, we would have an iPad on a music stand trying <laughs> to live stream graduation. So we have come a long, long yeah, way. Yeah, sounds like it. Um, so that's really annually. And then I think special projects, you know, we mentioned Portrait of a Graduate. Uh-huh. We have done our core values video last year with them that yeah. won an award here recently yeah. from INSPRA, the yes. National School Public Relations Association. Right. Um, we did your introduction video when you were becoming superintendent. Oh, okay. It's a handoff from Steve Brotherton to Travis. That's Brown. right. I remember uh, they that. Us with that. Yep. Of just a minute ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've done a video on social emotional learning. I mean, really, it's what are our big initiatives mm-hmm. and how can we help tell that story in a visual way more than just words on paper we try to use them for those big projects yeah definitely and i i know anytime i'm in the presence of folks um uh, in other school districts when they watch one of those videos if they're not already working uh (laughs) with uh, lifetime they ask who who are you working with who are you doing that so they they do a fantastic job for sure they really do (laughs) it's it is so fun i to bring um this idea or vision to life i i wish i was more talented at video i'm not but i do know what what catches people's eyes and look good looks good so i am always happy at the end of the day with with mm-hmm. what we turn out and portrait of a graduate was its own animal i was, I was gonna yeah i was gonna ask you uh what, what was what were some of the distinct differences with that um video publication versus others you've done yeah i mean typically we will arrange interviews with people and have some open response questions ready and just see what we get see uh-huh. what we end up with for that authentic voice this was the first time we were scripted we were produced we were getting students and teachers and staff as extras. We had alumni come in for part of it, too. Yeah. So it was three full days wow. of filming over the summer. So I want to give a shout out to all of those students and teachers and staff members and our alumni who came in to be part of this project. It Their little pieces, they only saw a little piece. So when it all came together into one big story that that it made those keys finally made sense at the yeah. end. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, it was really, really fun. So definitely the most produced thing we've ever done. I don't think we'll be doing that every single time. <laughs> right. We'll save that for special occasions, but I could not be more pleased with how it turned out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that that uh, it was it was a much bigger production, but yet at the same time it involved a lot more people, it, as it, you mentioned, sprinkling in alumni as well as current students, current staff, and and then just making sure that that uh, the meaning came through you know uh right. other than just it being a great video i think it was it was a, a mean hit the mark with with the meaning as well yep and you managed all six keys yes managing <laughs> six keys in one hand over and over was uh, harder than you might think so <laughs> if you haven't seen that video it is on our youtube page you can go take a look after this yeah <laughs> 
and then lastly, I, I think that the annual productions with the uh, students that are leaving us mm-hmm. and what their pathways are, I think is very representative of something you don't see in every district. You don't see all of the career pathway spotlight, maybe just the traditional ones, maybe just kids that are going to college in a high demand field. And I think we've really hit the mark with hopefully kids, parents can see themselves. So if they watch, they'll see one and says that that person looks like me or even what they're doing is something that is uh, is something that I'm pursuing too. So Kudos to you and all the other uh, folks at the high school career and college readiness that, you know, give us those suggestions of who to spotlight. I was just going to say we need to give a shout out to Mary Jenta because she really does a great job of knowing what our seniors are going to do and really bringing forward suggestions of kids doing really unique and interesting things. And also it's important, I think, to see um, last year we had a series of kids. We had four kids who are part of the access point through St. Louis Community College, yeah. that program. I didn't even know existed. Right. But, you know, they're getting an internship right out of high school and can actually get a job through yes. that program, too. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know that existed. Uh-huh. Um, so I think it's important to highlight the programs that are That's possible true. for our current students. Or if you have a, a student who's coming up through our schools, there's so many programs available. So those are good little nuggets to grab onto. If you watch those videos, you can um, learn more about what you can, what's possible. Yeah, definitely. All right. Um, well, I know you do a lot outside of Afton. So just like a lot of folks, there are professional organizations that people can get involved with. I mentioned kind of at the top of the episode, the National uh, School PR Association, and then certainly the state level one. Um, tell us how you've been involved with those organizations. Yeah. So Missouri School PR Association, that's MOSPRA. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been involved with them actually uh before I was officially hired here (laughs) to work as a volunteer and as um, a freelancer. And I got involved with MOSPRA then because I wanted to know more about school PR. Uh, It's not a career path most people think of. No, it's not. But there really is, I mean, there's hundreds of members, um, over 200 members in Missouri. Um, So I have been involved with them since the very first day, maybe before the first day, and um, immediate past president. I've really enjoyed that yeah. and have served as secretary, regional director, um, committee member, all kinds of things. I just like to give back to those that give to me. And mm-hmm. boy, do most bread <laughs> do that. I admire and acquire a lot. Right. Um, on the national level, um, you mentioned I am a member of INSPRA. Uh-huh. They, I was lucky enough, fortunate enough to be named a front runner a yeah. few years ago, which I really appreciate. Um, I serve on the Accreditation for Public Relations Committee. So oh, okay. some might notice I have APR right. after my name frequently. Yeah. That stands for Accreditation for Public Relations. And oh, okay. that is um, kind of similar to a CPA where you're certified okay. in your field. You take an exam and then you have um, so many hours you have to do to continue your certification or accreditation. So right. I serve on the committee on the national level there. Yeah. And I just wrapped up work on another committee, um, communications benchmarking team around diversity, equity, and inclusion communications. Okay. So there are rubrics that you can use for communications from the National oh, School PR Association great. that says – are we emerging? Are we exemplary? Where, where are we on communications and specific 
of fields and they hadn't had DEI work done yet. So we spent, gosh, almost two years researching to see best practices, not just in schools, but around the country on DEI communications and brought forward a rubric for communication professionals to use to see how are our schools doing? Where are we on this journey? So that was something I've never done anything like that before. It was very interesting. Yeah. And also, um, it's going to allow me to stretch what we do here, and I'm kind of excited to see where we go. Yeah, that that certainly is always uh, one of the benefits of of being involved. You you learn a lot. That's absolutely (laughs) true. (laughs) Yeah, both what to do and maybe what not to do before you you even do it. Right. Certainly, I'm very proud of the work we do here with communications, Mm -hmm. but there's always room for improvement always room yep. to grow so i'm excited to find yeah. new ways to do that yeah no i think i think that's kind of why i wanted to spotlight communication because mm-hmm. if things are going well probably you can look to communication and say what did we do in that area that made something go well and then certainly um, if if things aren't going well or if you if you say how can we improve sometimes you you think about what type of communication needs to be done to either improve the message or improve a situation so it's all always there in good in good and bad for sure <laughs> yeah all right well uh erica as we wrap up this episode anything else you want to circle back to before we sign off I don't know if there's anything I want to circle back to. Yeah. I just appreciate getting to tell the Afton story as my job. Yes. It's fun most days. It's fun most days. <laughs> but uh, bringing our schools to life so that we're more than just test scores or a snow day or buildings. We're people, right? We're superintendent or mm-hmm. school communications, but we're also teachers and we're bus drivers and custodians and school nurses and counselors and students and family yeah. members. But at the end of the day, we're all cougars Mm -hmm. so i can't wait to see what's next for our afton family and really sharing that story with you yeah uh well said you know the everyone is uh is more than their job title there's the people behind the job and then certainly uh trying to bring forward that team mentality community mentality so couldn't have said it better Uh, With that, we're going to go ahead and sign off for this episode. If you have any questions, comments, feedback, you can reach us at info, I-N-F-O, at aftonschools.net. And again, uh, Erica, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you, and we'll see you out there. Thank you for listening to Afton Unplugged. And remember, in the Afton School District, education is the most important thing we do. We'll see you out there.